we continue our look at the promise that God has given us at this season of Advent. And just as last week we looked at the question of what are we waiting for, today I want to look at an, a part of the story uh, that I've never seen before. And as I begin to study this, it just opened up a new realization uh, of what it means uh, to remember this story of Christmas. And as we looked at this idea of faith, um, when you think of faith and responding to Christmas in faith and letting faith rise up within us, um, I think of what does faith really look like? Um, what is the essence of faith? And as I begin to think about it, you think of throughout the Bible, uh, from the very beginning, um, there is one thing that, that characterizes faith um, in a way um, uh, that runs through the pattern of all uh, that Christ has shown us. Of course, we think of the father of faith, uh, the one that uh, exemplifies the fact that we are saved by faith and not by works, is Abraham. And the very essence of Abraham that was credited to him as righteousness that God commended him was that when God came to Abraham, he responded by leaving. God said, Abraham, I want you to leave your home. I want you to go to a land that I have prepared for you. And without questioning, or at least not too vehemently, we don't know, I'm sure he questioned a little bit, but yet he responded in faith by leaving. He left his family, he left his home, and God led him on this journey of faith. And so when you look at that and you look at all of uh, the heroes of the faith that we even mentioned as we read through uh, the scripture in Hebrews, something that characterized all of them is that they all left something. You think of Elisha, when Elijah came and, and uh, uh, anointed him, he left his fields. He, he burnt his oxen and, and left to the calling of God. Um, you think of uh, Daniel and, and uh, uh, those that were with him, they, they were willing to leave uh, the comfort and, and the things that they could have received even from uh, the king that wanted to give him. And yet, uh, they refused that and left. You think of the disciples when Jesus came. What typified their response was that we all know that they, they left their boats and their fishing and their jobs and, and came and followed him. Um, we even hear the call of Jesus. What, what was his call was to not just believe on me, um, but follow me. He told the rich young ruler, if you will just go and sell everything you have and come and follow me, you will find life. So there's this, there's this picture of leaving throughout the Bible that there's something about leaving that we are called to that the only way we, we really encounter the life that God wants to produce in us is through this idea of leaving. Um, and so when I thought about that, that faith, um, in one way or the other, and sometimes it's not always physically. 
It's not that you always have to move and leave, but sometimes it's, it's leaving things within our heart. It's a new priority. It, it's some things that we used to hope for, but now we have a new hope. Um, and we leave the old things behind and, and we put on the new. Paul tells us that if any man is in Christ, he's a new creature. He is, he is putting off, put off the old. We are to leave the old ways of which we used to live. And so whether it's physical or whether it's emotional, whether it's spiritual, there is a leaving that typifies faith. If we truly walk in faith, there's going to be a point that we're going to have to leave. And when you look at it, and this was kind of amazing to me, that the Christmas story, it's a celebration of leaving. Every part of the Christmas story is all about leaving. And I never read this before. But when you think about it, Mary and Joseph, they had to leave. They had to go to Bethlehem. You look at the uh, uh, shepherds in the field, but they were called to leave. They left the fields. You think of the wise man. It's all about a journey. They left to follow the star. I mean, you even look at the very core of Christmas. Jesus left heaven to come. If there was not a leaving, we would not even have the Christmas story. Every aspect of the Christmas story was someone left to find the joy of the manger. And of course, in the leaving, the ultimate destination all leads to the manger. It all leads to that encounter with the birth of Christ. If we long for Christ to be born within us, we will never experience that if we don't leave. You notice that the only ones that experience Christ are those that left. Many of us, we want God to come to us. God, you come to me at Christmas. Uh, we're just going to celebrate and, and God, you come to us. And yet it doesn't work that way. Even in the Old Testament in Jeremiah, the great verse where it's that we all memorize Jeremiah 29 11 I know my plans for you they are to bless you and not to curse you we love to 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 quote that verse but the very next few verses are those will find me when they seek for me with all their heart you see that plan to to bless us and not to harm us does not happen unless we seek him Unless we get out of our own uh, 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 old ways and leave for something new. And then God promises, the moment you leave, I'm there. Because I'm looking for hearts that are willing to put the old behind them and to experience something new. And when we finally make the decision to leave, I'm telling you, it opens up, it opens up the joy of an encounter with the living God. You see, everyone that left, Mary and Joseph, the shepherds, the wise men, Jesus himself, received a joy that overshadowed everything that they left behind. You see, if you talk to any of those they will never say they regretted anything that they walked away from. Because what you receive when you leave for God's sake, 
I'm telling you, will, will be a new beginning of life that gives more pleasure than you thought you could ever have. Now, it may not look the same way as those in the world want it to look, but I'm going to tell you, it's in a deeper, more profound way than anything that the world can give us. But we can only experience it if we leave. And, and so when we look at the story, I want to look at those that I just mentioned. It, it says in Luke chapter 2, And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea. He left to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. Here we have Joseph and Mary with the promise of God. Now, God had already given them the promise. In fact, she had already conceived the very Son of God. They had seen God working. And so it would be very easy for them to say, we are blessed. We are following God. Let's just enjoy this. Let's just let it take its, its role. And yet, they left. They felt the call to leave. And, and we know that it was due to a census that was called, but uh, you know there, there are ways that you know, Mary could have waited and stayed at home until Joseph came back. And yet they knew that God was calling. And so even though they were, they were experiencing the promise of God, they still left. What did they leave? They left the comfort of home. At a time when she was expecting, and yet they trusted God. And knew that he was in control. You know, maybe we are called to leave the comfort that we have surrounded ourselves with. You see, many times the manger awaits us, but we're never gonna see it because we are too insulated by the comfort of this world. If we stay in comfort, we're never gonna experience the life that God has. Now, I know there's fear in that. You know, it's a fearful thing to leave what you know and what's comfortable. And it's not a fun thing. I'm sure Mary didn't enjoy being away from home. And uh, as all of you women know, the pains and aches of being pregnant itself is bad enough, let alone being on the road and then being in a place where you're not uh, uh, necessarily uh, at, uh, 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 used to. You know, that it's just not always the easiest. But yet her mind was set on what God was doing. And they were willing to leave the comfort that was around them. And it brought them the greatest miracle. That when they looked into the eyes of their new young child, the baby Jesus, they experienced the true joy that would have never, I think, had the same impact if they were at home. And so we need to ask ourselves, are we insulating ourselves? Are we just going through the motions? Are the comforts of life becoming more important than seeing Christ birth something new in us? We might need to leave those comfortable things 
those things that we're used to and begin to seek God in, in a new way. But then again, we also look to the, the shepherds. It says, when the angels went away, after this great appearing of the angels to the shepherds, when it went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. Let's leave. Let's not just stay here. We've heard this great thing. I don't want to stay here. We want to leave. And it says that they left. They went with haste. They didn't just leave, but they left with a, an exuberance and anticipation. And look what happened. They found Mary and, the Joseph, and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger, just as the angels had said. So what did the shepherds leave? You know what they left? They left their purpose. They had a purpose. They had a responsibility. They were there in the fields watching their sheep. And they had a job to do. It's who they were. It was their identity. And yet, when they heard this news, when they were given this revelation, they said, this is more important than who we are. This is more important than my purpose here. And they left to find what God had done in the world. You see, when they left the purposes that they had, the identities of who they were, it says that it was when they found Jesus, they were so filled with joy that they, they, they could do nothing but go around and spread the word to everyone else. You know what they were given? They were given a new purpose. They were not just shepherds to be forgotten out in the field. Now they became the first witnesses. They became the first people to spread the news. My purpose is to tell others that there is hope now, that the Savior has been born. You know, maybe God is calling us to leave what we think our purpose is. We have our own identities of who I am, and yet God has a new identity for you. But God's waiting for you to leave your purpose so that he can give you his purpose. He's waiting for you to leave uh, what you want to do and who you think you are so that he can show you who he is going to make you. Now, he's not talking about leaving all your responsibilities, but he's talking about beginning to let him order your path into a new direction to where he will begin to be born within you the joy that you have to share with others because your life is not just about you. You were meant to make a difference in this world. But it cannot happen in your own purpose. It can only be happen when you receive the purpose of God and that means you have to leave those ideas of who you are. And I know that's hard because our world just constantly tells us uh, about building ourself up, building up our self-esteem and our self-image and, and to tell people to, to leave your own dreams and your own desires is almost blasphemy in this world. And yet this is what Jesus said, the person who is willing to lose his life will gain it. 
The person who wants to keep his life, if you want to continue to live in your own dreams and how you think I need, but I've got to do this, I need to do this. I've heard this so many times. You know, I can't change because, you know what, I I have to do this. Then you're not trusting God. There's no faith. It's the faith that is calling you out of into an area of trust. I don't know how you're going to make it if you were to quit this job. I don't know how you would do it if you were to leave this place. But if God is calling you and you know that you need to, that this is holding you back, then if we don't, then all we're doing is what Jesus said. Those who want to keep this life will end up losing it. And so are we willing to leave our life purpose? Are we willing to leave our identity for the identity that God will give us to know that we are redeemed by the Son of God. We are made children of God and there is a new purpose in our life. God wants to birth that in Christmas if we will take that step of faith, that, that scary risk of leaving. But it brings us to the manger. It brings us to an encounter with a living God that you will never regret. Well, then we look at the wise men, of course, and their journey of leaving. It says in Matthew chapter 2, Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem. See, they were from the east, but they came. They had left their homes far away and came to Jerusalem and they said where is he who has been born king of the Jews for we saw his star when it rose and we have come to worship him and we know the story that as they came to worship him they left at Jesus feet the riches that they had brought and they walked away leaving the gold and the frankincense, and the myrrh. But they left it gladly, having worshiped God, having seen the, the, the promise of God, even though they were not Jews. They were not even uh, people of Israel, and yet they had left to see the promise of God. What did they leave? You know what they had left? They had left their status. They had left their possessions and riches because they left a place where they were looked up to, where they were men of prestige, where they had reputation, and yet they came to a place, Israel, where they were not regarded. They were seen as Gentiles. They weren't anything special, and yet they were looking for the king. They said, we have seen a star. There's something greater than what, I don't care what you think about us. I don't care how you see me. I'm looking for the one to worship. And not only that, they left their riches. They left their possessions. They said, gold, this means nothing. Because this is the king of the world. See, how many times are we afraid to leave what other people think about us? We're afraid to leave our reputation, our status, or our possessions. Jesus, I want to worship you, but I want to keep these things that are mine. You see, the wise men had no problem leaving what they possessed because what they possessed was nothing compared to the riches of this king 
they realized that this king represented a greater promise of life than anything that I could own in this world. And yet many times I think we're being held back because we're afraid to leave, whether it's what other people think about us, whether what our kids think about us, our coworkers, our status, our reputation. And yet because of that, we forfeit what God thinks about us. I want to leave those things and begin to receive the honor that God can give us to stand before the King of Kings, this baby Jesus, and honor and worship him with all that we are. Are we willing to leave whatever we have? I mean, let's face it, we have a hard time paying tithes, 10%. Oh, my goodness. And yet Jesus asked us really to be willing to leave everything. Are we willing to leave everything for Jesus? Is he that valuable? I think, it, see, it, the faith of leaving is all determined on how valuable you really see Jesus. And I think in our minds and in our, our words, we all say that Jesus is the most important thing in our life, but yet our actions don't show that because he just becomes a thing that we budget. Our time, okay, he gets so much of it. Our thoughts, he gets so much of it. Our, our, our possessions. But yet, if we begin to understand the absolute precious treasure that we have in Jesus, that's why we give gifts at Christmas, is to remind us that there was a gift that was given us that is more precious than anything that we can own, and yet, and yet we still grasp the things of this world. We need to be like the wise men that are willing to leave, willing to leave home, willing to leave what people think about us, and lay it at the feet of Jesus and worship because God Jesus, you are more precious than anything that I could ever have. Are we willing to leave those things? Well, the last example, and it's an example because we know that even though he left, he still was God, but he, he gave us this as an example because he did step into that that vulnerability, and that's Jesus himself left for us. If Jesus was willing to leave, how can we refuse to leave what we have? In fact, Philippians tells us this, that we are to have this mind among ourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, he did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but he made himself nothing, and he took the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. Sometimes I think we don't understand the greatness of that leaving, because we kind of think that we're kind of cool and who I am. But you understand that compared to God, we're filthy animals. Compared to a holy, perfect God that Jesus experienced in his spiritual fullness before he came and took on flesh, it was beauty and joy exceedingly more than what we can even understand. And yet he was willing to put that aside 
and come and be born in the flesh as a baby. He was willing to put himself in a place where he had no control. Can you imagine someone who had control over all the universe, all the time, to step into a body that he couldn't even control his bodily functions? He had to have someone take care of him? What a leaving was that? And yet he did it because he knew the joy that would come by by coming into our presence. Jesus left all the power and control of the universe to be with us, to meet us at the manger, to have the same encounter that we can have with life because he did not want life without us. And so he asked us, if I will leave all the power and control of the universe, can you not leave the control of your life? See, many times we don't want to leave because we just don't want to be out of control. We might, you know, leave, uh, we don't care what people think, or we might even be willing to give all our possessions. But you know what? Here's one thing that we have a hard time leaving, control. But I will be in control of my own life. And God says, if you are going to encounter the joy of this gift, you've got to understand, you've got to let, let go of the control. It is only when we say, God, I'm going to give up my power, my control, the, the, the order over my own life, and I give it to you. It is then that we experience the encounter of life with a God who loves us enough to give us more experience in this life than we could have ever controlled anyway. Are we willing to leave behind what we want and receive what God can do in our life? You see, it. the word says that If anyone will stop trusting in their own understanding and lean not upon what they can do, then God will step in and make every path straight. God will lead us in places that in our control we would have never been able to achieve. But are we willing to leave? Are we willing to step out in faith believing that God is more valuable than anything that we can do? So if all of these people left, and hopefully we see the Christmas story in a different light, it is a celebration of leaving. And if we are to experience the same thing, then you and me, we need to ask ourselves, what are we willing to leave? Because the same encounter at the manger can happen in our life. You see, Jesus is calling us to encounter a new birth of joy, but we all have something that we need to leave. There is something in all of our lives that is holding us back, that's keeping us from discovering a true encounter of Christmas. You see, there was people all around when Jesus was born that never experienced what was going on. And you know why? 
because they were in their homes, they were going about their life, they were doing what they wanted. If they had only left and come. And it's the same with us. What is God calling us to leave? And I'm telling you, it's going to be something hard. And it's something that, that is, is scary. But here's the promise of God. Jesus himself gave these words. Everyone who has left home, who has left mother, who has left father, who has left wife, who has left husband, who has left possessions, for me will find that I will provide a hundredfold greater than all those things in this age and in the age to come, eternal life. You see, there's nothing you can leave that you will ever regret if you come to Christ, if we begin to follow closer than we've ever come. And I know we as Christians, maybe we've acknowledged this, but yet we still are holding on to something that we could come closer. We are invited to come into the inner room where the manger is. Don't stay outside. So what do we need to leave to be a part of the Christmas story? Let God speak to us today. Let's bow our heads.